Ah. Uh... 
be acceptable in that sight. Oh Lord, my strength. Of becoming the person that I'm looking at today. All right. Come on, that's 
changed the course of your life. And I'm here to tell you, none of us in here are exempt of this question. How were you developed? What influenced you? What was the thing that made all things different and all things new in your life? Guess what I found interesting? Guess what I found interesting? So we went around the circle and we started to reveal what happened. And let me tell you what happened, Keisha. What happened was everybody started to share about that moment and almost everybody talked about a traumatic, hurtful experience in their life. Come on, somebody. Almost everyone began with the moment they were really hurt. And life changed for them at that moment moving forward. It is that time when innocence, y'all not going to talk back to me, was lost. Y'all ain't got to say nothing. I can turn. I can picture you all the way. That time when you were molested by your family. Come on. Come on. Change. Let's press on this a little bit. Let's press on this a little bit. Could it be 
that our entire life is a reflection or a response help me holy to our first real hurt let me slow that down could it be that your life is a reflection or a response to your first real hurt. Y'all not going to talk back to me. How I think is a reflection of my pain. How I interact with others is a reflection of my pain. How I interact is, is be, why I treat you the way I do is because of what I have been through. Come on somebody. And the, we, and the reason why I got so many defenses up and the reason why I'm so hard to get along with and the reason why I'm so tough on the exterior is because I trusted somebody one day with my heart and they broke it. I gave my heart to somebody because I believed in human beings and I believed in people and I put my trust in somebody whom I thought they loved me and cared about me only to find out So I am a little bitter. Uh -huh. <laughs> I am a little standoffish. Yeah. Yeah. I am a little scorned. Uh -huh. And maybe I do snap uh -huh. kind of quick. Uh -huh. But maybe my life is just a reflection uh -huh. of my loss of innocence. Yeah. And I no longer have confidence mm -hmm. in the purity yeah. and the love of this life. Now, that, that's one thing. Yeah. But it also explains, Michaela, it may, it may say something about how we view God. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Say that again. Come on. Come on. Come on. Say that again. Come on. Come on. Your life's reflection. Your life's response to your original hurt and pain may be also a reflection of how you view God. That's good. Come on, somebody. Can we talk about the elephant in the room? You keep talking to me about this God that's all loving. You keep talking to me about this God that's all caring. You keep talking about this God that heals and this God that delivers. But where was this God when my daddy was beating on my mom? Oh, well, let me get out of here, B. I'm in the wrong place. Ain't nobody had no traumatic childhood up in here. <laughs> where were you? When I lost my job, my dream job. Where were you? Where were you when my father got killed? Yeah. Your life's reflection mm -hmm. may be how you really view God. Yeah. Okay. You may be asking the question, if there is a God, uh -huh. yeah. then why have I experienced so much pain? Yeah. Right, right. Uh -huh. And it really doesn't matter how 
the kind of pain that you've been through. And you know what? It gets on my nerves, and I know it probably gets on your nerves when people talk about, well, you ain't the only one. I'm not the only one that's been through it, but this is me, though. know what's in our heart. God can handle what's in your heart. Is there a witness here? Ain't no sense of you acting fake and phony and getting up here and acting like you ain't never went to God and asked the Lord, this is me, Lord. Anybody know what I'm talking about? It doesn't really matter how many other people have gone through it. The fact of the matter is, is here I am standing in the midst of all of this. Lord, how do I deal with all of this? Your relationship with God, watch this, has either been helped or harmed by your hurt. Can I drop the mic right here? That's this. That's this. We can't afford a new mic right here. It doesn't help anybody to act like you ain't never been through nothing. Praising God being fake and phony. There have been some times when you can hardly lift up a prayer on holy hand. Am I telling somebody? Is there Because what we've been through is either helped or hurt our relationship with God. Watch this. Be careful. Not to get comfortable in your hurt. Because your hurt will give you permission to find a new reality of comfort. Oh man, I wish I had enough preacher in here. So, so what I'm saying to you is, is some of us have been hurt in dealing with our hurt so long. That we have moved in with our pain, and our pain is now our roommate. And if our roommate is not there, we get uncomfortable. See, no, no, no. Let me help you. See, what happens is, is that because we have not dealt with our hurt, and we haven't been honest with ourselves, and we haven't been honest with our feelings toward God, and our anger and our resentment toward God, what we do is we lash out, and we act crazy, and we hurt others, and we go into depression, and we enter into dysfunction, and after a while, we start thinking that's normal. Come on. Come on. Come on, man. Now, wait. I know what you're thinking. No. No, 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 no. It's not accidental normality. Accidental normality is, is when you're locked in a cage and you can't get out because somebody else is holding the key. And so prison becomes normal. It's an accidental normality. But this is not a situation where you can't be set free. This is a situation where your hurt has given you permission not to move because you know that if you were to grow out of your hurt, then somebody might expect you to do better, live better, be better. So here's what we do. 
a dysfunction. We sit in aches and illness and sickness because we are afraid if we come out of that, somebody's going to expect us to thrive in life. Tell me somebody. In other words, in other words, what happens is, is you don't want anybody to expect anything from you because nobody expects anything from somebody that cannot take care. Look at this text. Watch this. Watch this text. In Luke 17. 11 through 19, we have 10 lepers. Now listen, these lepers are not lepers because they all share the same particular skin disease. But anybody that had any type of skin disease would be just sort of cast out and be sort of just called a leper. And they were not allowed to enter into the city gates. They were social outcasts, and then they were people were afraid to come in contact with them because they didn't want to catch, y'all not with me, whatever it is that they had. Y'all hear what I'm saying? And, and so what's going on is, is that I want you to get this word, I want you to understand of this word. Leprosy was a term used to describe various skin diseases. Did, did you hear what I said? I mean, it was various. In other words, we all got various problems. Did you get it? Did you get it? Uh, we all lumped up in here together because we all experiencing hurt, but we all experiencing different kinds of hurt. But we all together. Misfortune has fell on us all. They share all of these things in common. But the culmination of what they shared together was hurt. Y'all with me? And I know it's comforting to be with people who share your experience. Do you, do you, I mean, that's comforting, you know. You, you got a problem. <laughs> Even though your problem is not my problem. But I got a problem, and we got a problem together. And you know, I think they have a word said misery, loves company. And so it's no accident that hurt people, hurt people, and hurt people hang around. Come on, man. Help me, Holy Ghost. Come on, man. Come on, man. And I know it's good and comforting to be around people who share experiences on, but is it good? To live among her people. Come on, come on. Come on, Pastor. Wow, 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 wow. Is it good to live among her people? Watch this text. Watch this text. So, in verses, what is it, 17? Somewhere down? Look at it says, Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? <laughs> Where is the other nine? Could it be 
and this is just my theological imagination running wild, uh-huh. could it be that the other nine have entitlement issues? In other words, you were sick, uh-huh. and now you've been healed, uh-huh. and, and instead of your attitude being that of thanking God, your attitude is, I should have never been sick uh-huh. in the first place, uh-huh. and you leave and forget the one who brought you out because you have this attitude as though you never should have been. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. How many of us are living in entitled as if to say to God and everybody else, I never should be going through nothing anyway. Wow. Wow. Oh, I wish I had good English, but I don't. <laughs> I only graduated with two masters, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Again, was their response to Jesus a reflection of their hurt? Wow, wow. Is our response to the Lord a reflection of our hurt? Is it that we find it hard to say thank you sometimes? Because it's a reflection of our entitlement issues. Isn't it hard to pray sometimes? Because it's a reflection of how we really feel about God. Is it hard for us to volunteer sometimes? Because it's a reflection. Of how we really feel about the Lord. Well, my brothers and sisters, watch this text, and I'm, you know what? I'm gonna come on home because we're looking at a text now where we're experiencing those that have been hurt, and then we're experiencing their response to hurt. But guess what else we experience? We experience those who have been healed. Nine of them were healed, uh-huh. left, uh-huh. and never came back to the healer. I'm telling you, my, that was that was that was, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Uh-huh. Nine of them were healed and Now here's, oh, come on, come on. 
Maceo, this is where we, this is where it's, this is, this is the upper room kind of stuff, Maceo. This, this, this is that, this is that mountaintop.
preacher in here. He knows what it's like to be lied on. Yes. Oh, I'm about to land this bird. He knows what it's like to be despised and rejected. Is that witness here? He knows what it's like to be conspired against. He knows what it's like to be counted out as if he is nobody. He knows what it's like to feel like you've been abandoned by God. You don't think he knows that? He said it on the cross. My God, my God, wow, how thou forsaken me, but let thy will be done. How many let thy wills do we have up in here today?
There's life in me. There's life beyond pain in me. But you got to grab it. 